0: Extension Almanac. Feeding technology and advanced cattle genetics are constantly evolving to help producers be more successful. Oklahoma State Extension Livestock Management Specialist Darrell Peel talks about several factors that are giving producers opportunities to be more profitable.
1: You know, this this article focused on the steer data just to, to kind of narrow the focus. The heifer data tells the same story relative to heifers. And uh, we do continue to see the days on feed grow. And there's a couple of things that come out of that. So I should say on days on feed, you know, if you look at a 12-month moving average, which smooths out the seasonality that's very important in all of this feedlot data, there's a lot of seasonality. But if you're trying to focus on the trends, I use a 12-month moving average to smooth that out. And, and, uh, you know, we're up now around uh, in the most recent 12 months for steers, the average days on feed is like 187 days. And so that suggests that the turnover rate, if you flip that over and say, okay, there's only 365 days in a year for feeding the steers for 187 days, we're getting slightly less than two turns of cattle per year. On the steer side, it's, it's a, a little bit shorter, of course, for heifers. And so, uh, you know, and, and that sort of begs the question of, you know, why are we getting these days on feed? And, and it comes from a couple places. We're putting more gain on cattle in feedlots than we once did. Uh, and some of it comes from the, the the weights of cattle that we're utilizing in feedlots these days. You know, the cattle continue to get bigger uh, on the output side and, and, and specifically relative to the days on feed and, and the total amount of gain. Uh, you know, you, in this data, you can sort of partition that uh, there's about 123 pounds increase over the 15-year period in the total amount of gain that's coming in the feedlots. But you can actually partition that into about two-thirds of that Is coming from the fact that the the final weights the sale weights of these cattle have continued to go up so the cattle are bigger coming out they're also in more recent years in particular they're lighter going in and i and i think that's probably just a reflection of the fact that cattle numbers are tight we've kind of pulled cattle ahead and so we you know we're placing them at lighter weights because that's what's available and the combination of lighter weights and taking them to bigger weights on the on the final end means we're putting more pounds on these cattle Uh, in the feedlots. And so, um, you know, carcass weights have continued to go up for many, many years. And obviously that's reflected here in these live weights that we see uh, continuing to increase on the feedlot cattle. You do see some variation even in the trends here uh, over time. I think you're probably right. That reflects uh, sometimes when we've had uh, weather events that have had a prolonged effect. There's not really a trend. And honestly, uh, at least for the last 10 of these years, if you were to fit a trend to this data, I think you'd see a slight downtrend in average daily gain. Um, And conversely, you'd you'd certainly, I think, see a a bit of an uptrend in the uh, feed to gain ratio in terms of feed efficiency. I think it's, it's it's a function of of animal size and the uh sort of the the end point that we're taking these cattle to it's both of those things obviously bigger cattle just by the nature of maintenance requirements are going to require more feed and so generally bigger cattle you know have a a higher feed to gain ratio and that's reflected in here the average daily gain number is a little bit harder to explain I it's not clear to me because generally Bigger cattle also have better gains, and we don't really see that in here. So I think there's some, you know, there's some questions uh, maybe that need some additional work. I don't have the answers necessarily on that part of it to, to ex- sort of explain some of these production trends, but One of the things to keep in mind here is that you know we're we're able to take these cattle bigger and put more gain on in the feedlots. Simply, be uh, it's due to a lot of things, but I think a lot of it has to do with just the way the genetics in these cattle have changed. And we can take them bigger; they have the genetic potential to go bigger, and we're certainly taking advantage of that.
0: Today's program was a portion taken from a recent Beef Watch podcast produced by Nebraska Extension. To hear the entire interview go to beef.unl.edu or download from Apple Podcasts. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IANR Media and Nebraska Extension. For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.